He didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. And welcome everybody to Locked On iRacing, episode number 14-ish, but we're really talking about it's the news and results episode, and it is season three of 2021, and week one is the episode podcast. I'm Peter Wilco Wilkinson, joined tonight by Braden Martin. How are you going, mate? I'm good, I'm good. Back for another season. Who would have thought we'd make it this far? Not me. Um, and especially with what's been going on, we're, we're bigger and better than we were a season ago, which is even better. So thank you, everyone, who has hung around and had has been helping spread it out. Uh, spread the word, sorry. And helping with the new sort of formats we're doing. So straight up off the bat, if you're listening to this episode, just so you know, we premiere our episodes now on YouTube. So Locked On Lads YT is the YouTube channel. Go check that out. Give us a subscribe if you can. We are on the hunt for 400 uh, subs, and we're going to keep on going till we get to the 1,000. Um, but you head over there. We premiered this episode on a Wednesday night. I'm going to say at 8.30, um, and then, which is conveniently straight after Aussie Car Formula V. So watch the Vs and head over to our YouTube channel and watch uh, the News and Results podcast. Uh, and then Sunday is the uh, interview podcast. It goes live on YouTube around about 7 o'clock, depending on the length of it, because we try and finish it before Sunday Night Lights uh, from Top Split TV, so which we've got a bit of a segment on in this podcast. So look out for that. Uh, so you can watch our episode or listen to our episode on YouTube and then go straight over to their channel and uh, watch the Skippies at their best. So thank you, everyone, who's helped us out. And that's what we're currently sitting at, at the moment. We've got many more changes to come over the next six months as we build this thing to what we want it to be, which will be a whole new format in 2022. But look, 2022 is so far away and we are here right now. So definitely don't forget to join us in lockedonlads.com slash discord or the discord link in the show notes. There's a whole heap of you that have done that. So thank you very much. And don't forget to give us a follow or a like on Facebook uh, because a lot of our content ends up over there on Facebook, even though I've been slacked the last couple of days. Look out for some really cool photos coming through from uh, our Porsche driver, John McHenry, who is driving right now, and I really should be watching that, um, but I haven't got that up at the moment. So thank you, John McHenry, for doing all of our artwork at the moment, or sorry, all of our photos at the moment. They're looking amazing. But let's get into the actual podcast itself, Braden. Uh, we are going to start with a little thing that we call what we've been up to. Um, so what have you been up to for the last week since I talked to you last? I know I, I, you've done about a million apps in the Skippy around the Nuremberg Ring GP, but what else have you been doing, mate, before we get into that? Yeah, obviously a pretty bumper weekend of motorsport uh, to, to watch and uh, take in. So watched a little bit of the V8 supercars, probably not as much as I was hoping, um, but sort of picked up races uh here and there where i can um which is pretty cool uh hidden valley always turns out some pretty good racing um i'd love to be able to say that i'll be making some moves like uh, svg did into turn one on a (laughs) thursday night but something tells me uh if i try that it will be going horribly wrong uh and then really enjoyed the formula one race this week at paul ricard a lot of people hate that track um by the commentary that i heard about it but man it turned out a really good race i don't know if you caught any of that no i didn't unfortunately oh uh, so uh, i just want to quickly jump back to you making silly moves i, I do remember watching on uh sim speed broadcast you <laughs> trying to go three wide into the final chicane <laughs> yeah uh, at the skippies last week uh yeah 
but you, you didn't. I didn't. Off, so. No, I, I I was intrigued by the uh, big run that I was getting, and I did half think about it, but I was not going to risk uh, a relatively good finish by doing something so crazy. So just uh, just backed out of that one nicely, and just wanted to make uh, those green cars just a little bit nervous, and just remind them that I am am around the place. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, back onto the Formula One. But yeah, so it was really good race. Um, you know, Max Verstappen stuffed up his uh, first turn and, you know, let Hamilton go through. And, you know, it was that audible sigh. Just, no, this get this is just going to let Hamilton run away from it again. Um, but the tyre deg at the track was just insane. So it was making strategy really, really interesting. You know, would you try and one-stop it? Um, Red Bull were clearly re- really worried about um, Mercedes pulling off the we're going to go for a two-stop and leave you out to dry, having to try and survive on the one-stop strat. So decided to pull that strat themselves and pitted Max. But the way they'd positioned it, so they had uh, Perez still out there because he ran so long on his first set of tyres, he could get to the end with relatively decent pace still. It really put Mercedes in a really bad spot and they basically had to leave uh, both drivers out and hope for the best. And Max caught him with you know a lap and a half left and got the win, which was really good to see. I was surprised though that they mismanaged Bottas's strategy so poorly and then didn't even... He had well over a pit stop uh, space back to the next car and they didn't pit him to put on some softs and try for a fastest lap and get a point off of Red Bull. It was very, very strange. It just was very un-Mercedes-like. So, yeah, that was really, really good. But in terms of racing, uh, just the one official this week. I did an official at Summit Point in the Skippy. Unfortunately, well, managed managed a fifth, which was good, but we lost lost the leading group of four. It was basically a group of seven of us, and we were, we were sort of racing, and the two guys, I was sort of fifth, sixth, seventh. The two guys that were around me got really quite racy and started battling pretty hard, going two wides through corners, and just obviously lost the draft of the guys ahead, um, which kind of sucked. So um I was really happy. I was being pretty patient. These two guys were going hammer and tongs throughout the whole race and then made my move with probably three laps to go to get to the front of that little battle pack. Um, And then uh, I just wanted to see if I defended into turn one, if I could keep uh, keep the lead, uh, which I could. So defended into turn one because I knew we'd already lost this front pack now and it was all about just trying to uh, lead this last pack. Um. And managed to pull that off and went, okay, cool. I've got the pace to make sure I'm here. Uh, Into the last lap, uh, defended into turn one. The guy behind me got attacked by the guy he was battling with uh, behind me, which sent them uh, really slowly through that turn and gave me a good run out and ended up pulling away a second and a half uh, from those guys. So I was really happy with the way I played that race. I obviously would have rather been up in the front pack, but you know, sometimes people around you don't let you have that. Um, and then, yeah, obviously we had Aussie Car. Are we going to talk about our results for Aussie Car now for this week? Yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about what we've been up to, which, um, and then we'll go into the actual results in the results section. But yeah, f- as far as our perspectives of the race, but uh, quickly, I was doing paints pretty much Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, getting ready yeah. for the two races Wednesday, Thursday night, um, and then. After the the thing after Aussie Car, so it's it's we've talked about it many times. It's a stacked field again this year. It's biggest we've ever seen, massive fields, all that kind of stuff. The problem with that is if you're stuck down the back or in in, in the back end of the mid pack, you're in a lot of trouble. So, um, you know, it's a lot of battling going on there. You just lose 
like it's 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 dangerous at times, but it's not 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 because of bad driving, just because there's so many cars down around the same pace, mm. and you can really get get lose positions quickly by one little mistake. Yeah. So I made a sort of a mental effort this week to put in more practice, I guess. So instead of going to Friday and just having a bit of a relax, doing some trucks or doing some V's or some Skippy's officials or something like that, I, I jumped straight into the ring and um, started practicing on that straight away and pretty much haven't stopped since. Like I did a little bit of work with the V's, trying to get some times for the, the V teams on Friday as well. Took that around Foster's. Um, didn't get the best times, just got that sort of low twirls, which, you know, the slow, the medium to slow guys seem to be getting, I couldn't get it any better than that, but that's, um, a matter of, you know, just because I, I, the, not quite understanding the V's exactly right yet, like they're, they're really rewarding, um, smooth driving, um, I guess it's more than anything else and I'm not a smooth driver, I definitely <laughs> me, overdrive my cars, me that's what I've got to try and stop doing, <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting to see that. I tried to make a video on it for the for the guys, but uh, that didn't work. And then I realised I hadn't even pressed record on the thing, so I spent half an hour <laughs> and hadn't recorded the thing anyway. So, um, but yeah, it sort of went to um, circuit the the Montreal circuit. I'm not going to pronounce it right, so I'm just going to say the Montreal circuit uh, for Skippy's on for Aussie car and thirty. 34 cars took the grid. Um, two of them were race control and um, a commentator to make it 36. <laughs> um, but yeah, 34 actually drove and had a qualifying. I was happy with my qualifying. Like it could have been better, but you know, 18th or 20th or something in race one and um, had had a battle. Uh, I was happy with the first third of the track, the first lap, which is weird for me because i usually you know stuff that up and lose a lot of positions and then bloody i left the door open and iris come bolting down the inside of me in the that left right um before the back sort of a mini back straight um and he's got out the left so then i've had to hold the right and i've lost a whole whole of momentum but then we're side by side going to that um the right left chicane before the hairpin and one of us had to yield and then I decided he was going to yield us on the inside and then I've decided now he's probably not going to yield so I better yield and then we both yielded at the same time <laughs> and went into the corner and I just couldn't turn this thing in from where I was without getting a slowdown or without taking out half the field because we had a backed up field at this stage so I uh, decided to go straight ahead uh, across his nose and, and across cut the, the left part of the chicane out which a gave me a slowdown. B slowed me down anyway because I was on the grass, and C I had to try and re-enter without taking anyone out, which I did. Um, we just I just coasted across there and didn't go too bad, but lost like seven positions, um, which put me right down. To, I think twenty six I was at one stage, and then the the sort of the fight back began from there, and you know picking off people here and there, and people crashing, and got myself back up to I think it was twenty. 20th or 18th or something like that 20, 20th in the end uh or 21st it was some somewhere very very mid packy as i do though so um you know it was another race of what could have been um had had some pace but the setup wasn't right and i'd only started practicing that afternoon so um didn't didn't feel right at all but 
um, avoided a lot of the carnage. Came around one corner and there was four cars at the hairpin, <laughs> um, all facing the wrong way. But a modern race too. But it was it was um, dodged and weaved to get it through that. But yeah, I had fun at the track considering I'd only started practicing at about eleven o'clock that day. Um, how did you go? How did you see race one from your vantage point way up the front there? Yeah, well. After Mister, I I'm, I haven't had enough practice and I, I'm feeling sick and I'm not going to go very well. well yeah. yeah. So as a bit of context, we had a footy footy day uh, at work and basically was out in the rain um, all day uh, and was pretty exhausted. So I've copped a bit of stick about whinging about not feeling so good and being a bit tired because actually did all right. And it was funny because I basically had a mental breakdown in chat with Nathan <laughs> because I was just getting so frustrated that I. I couldn't get this time that I was trying to get. I'd been trying to get into the what? What were the times? Like two fourteens was was pretty quick. I think into the low well two yeah, low two fourteens, high thirteens were pretty quick were they times. Two minutes? I thought they were one minute forty something. Oh, whatever it was, I can't remember off the top of my head. But whatever the time, I was trying for about two hours to get under the fifteens and into the fourteens or forty fours or whatever it may have been, and um. I got literally 45 flat or 15 flat or whatever the time was and I couldn't get under. I spent like two hours trying to get it and then um, couldn't get it. So I spat the dummy and had had a soup. But in terms of uh, I got a little bit more practice and and yeah, did okay. So there was a big battle pack of seven in the first race, which involved pretty much all of the green cars and Chasty and myself. Um I qualified six, which was nice. It was nice to be up up the front of the field and, like you said, avoiding some of that mid-pack sort of, not carnage, but just the racing that that costs you time early uh, when the pack is so big. Um, and Yeah, we talked about in that driving school one with Ira that, you know, you lose two or three seconds here or there. It's just impossible to get that off. And, yeah. and in fighting, which you'd, you are fighting with like seven or eight cars back there, and, you know, one's all the state, there's five, six seconds off your lap. Yeah, and, and with the fast guys... You're never going to get those positions back. Yeah, and with the fast guys at the front, if your aspirations are to get inside that top five, as soon as you lose time to them, they're not making those silly mistakes very often. So um, it's really quite hard. So it was really good to have a good run up with them. Um Alex John caught us. He he was sort of a pack of six and then he tailed onto the back. Uh, and then with about three laps to go, he decided he was sick of being stuck behind Donald and myself and stuck it up the inside. And that kind of cost us that little one second as he made that move. I think he realized that he wasn't going to be able to get to the podium if he sat behind us. He wouldn't be able to make up, you know, the four or five positions in a lap to be able to get up there and decided he had to get to the front of that pack and hope he could drag us up to the back but unfortunately we all three of us dropped off of that group um so it was basically again the front four went off and then it was uh us three sort of battling for that last um five six and seventh spot and i was so happy with myself i i I had faked that three wide into the chicane on the second to last lap uh with the draft and then pulled back in behind faked it yeah pulled back in behind the last two and then on the last lap, uh, got a nice little run and sort of just held myself up a little bit and stayed behind Alex John, who got the run on Donald and basically just put it right behind Alex as tight as I could to the back of his skippy. Um, I actually had a little slight lock up and I was a bit nervous that I was going to hit the back of him. Uh, but I knew that if I could get right back in, right up to the back of him, there was no way Donald would be able to come across and get in front of me and basically poor Donald lost two spots in the one chicane um, as I followed Alex John through. And then, obviously, Chastity decided to blow his engine up. (laughs) 
Uh, and <laughs> and unfortunately, Russell ran up the back of him, and that sort of shot Mounted me through. Him. Yeah, shot Alex through for a third, and myself through for a fourth. So race one ended up with a fourth spot for myself, which is um, a big surprise. It's nice to have Very a well positive start to the season. And then race two uh, started sixth again, qualified pretty well, which was nice. Just just to inter- interject here, uh, it was a one minute 55 you couldn't break. Oh, there it is. Uh, you finally got into the one minute 54s. Yeah, there you go. So Some of the boys got into the 153s. Yeah, so um, yeah, race two qualified sixth. Uh, pitted relatively early. I gave Chasty an almighty scare going into the pit uh, pit lane because I basically sent it <laughs> pretty deep and made up like a second and a half on him. But in the in the process of doing that, would have filled his mirrors full of my Skippy, <laughs> um, which was a bit scary. Uh, but then just pushed too hard trying to stay with him and Russell on the outlap and the sort of start of the second lap and got a slowdown into the chicane and also a slowdown uh, into the sort of second right-left, uh, which basically dropped me four or five seconds off the back of those two, and I just couldn't make up that time as they worked together. Uh, but managed to come home for another sixth place uh, in race two, which somehow's got me, I think, fourth, fourth in, in the, the championship. championship. Yeah, which is... I'm, I'm really, really happy with that start. So after the last two yeah, starts, totally. I've basically had the most disastrous first rounds you can have. It's nice to... Uh, be on top and then like you said i've done a lot of laps around nurburgring gp this week so no excuses just for to be the um nearest person nearest locked on racing person to you is nathan verney your teammate in ninth. yeah so. so yeah so it's been a lot of laps um it's been good fun though and yeah so i guess no excuses this week uh for not doing you know relatively well which probably means i won't do very well but that's how things go yeah, so we'll not. see how we go um, yes, so race two, what do I qualify around that again? So 2021st, I, I didn't have a very good single lap, but I definitely got a lap in. Um, I, I almost put it into the wall a couple of stages, so um, was lucky to get a lap in, which put me, yeah, you know, <clears throat> sort of mid-pack. Um, I decided to go long, um, just because there was so much chaos going on, and I didn't want to get stuck in it, I wanted to get some open air and just race. Uh, and as Ira was pointing out, he was he went into the pits just behind me, and when I ended up coming out the end of the race, I was 16 seconds in front of him. Um, so definitely was the right decision to make as far as I was concerned. But got stuck behind a couple of people. I uh, had Jamie Willits come up behind me and then get in front of me, and then I couldn't get past. And then sort of watched him battle with McKellar and and Chasty and Clark as they came through the field. And um, thanks for that, Jamie. That by the way, interesting. yeah. <laughs> if anyone, if any, if anyone wants to keep doing that with those guys, feel free. Stop being so courteous <laughs> to them. Be courteous to me, but just none of those green cars. Keep holding them up; it'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was that was that was interesting, and um, uh, I seemed to almost always find myself around Philip Paradiso as well. I don't know what it was, but every time I sort sort of I'd make a mistake, and he'd get he'd get right up close to me, or he'd get in front of me. Um, but it was all about just constant, consistent pace, which I didn't mind. Behind Jamie, I was okay. I, I was going about 95%. I would have liked to have been in front of him and leaning and actually been able to get away um, or at least go 100% of my lap time. But, you know, there's a few spots where he couldn't, like especially the hairpin. Like I was probably four car lengths back and I'm coming to the hairpin and um, I'd have to almost, I'd have to pull myself up the because of how, how heavy he broke into that section and, 
Um, I tried to line myself up. I'm like, I just got to be behind him for there and I can just duck down the inside. And then that's when McKellar caught up to me. So I let him pass. And that's then when Chasty caught up to me and I had to let him pass. So I couldn't quite get away with it. But kids at home listening, um, always practice pit entry uh, on a new track because I went into pit entry. I had never done it before. <laughs> I didn't even try it. So I had no idea. And this one's one you've got to keep your foot down. Instead of going breaking into the corner, you keep on going. And I, I lost. Like I went in, I tried to undercut Jamie um, because I know I'm better on colds than most people. So, or cold fronts anyway. And so I went in a lap before I should have and tried to go. But I just slowed down too much. Um, and lost about three or four seconds on him when I, when I came out, and that was it. But then was found myself in seventeenth and uh, had Farron right behind me, which was I thought, oh yeah, Farron's going to get past me. Um, I really need to hold on to this, and I, it felt like he was almost being courtesy, courtesy, courteous to me because every time I'd make a mistake, he sort of he didn't want to go past me and push the point, so. Uh, I think he's saying that he was just waiting for him to make a big mistake, and um, I never did, and I held on. Sounds um, like he knows you too well. (laughs) That's it. Uh, And in holding on, I gained another four positions with people either, I think, still having to pit in front or um, just uh, battling and and spinning out. But I had the Jamie, uh, Sean Doyle, and Dennis Hancock in front of me. Uh, And then all of a sudden, I went across the line. I think Jamie might have got a slowdown across the line with a slowdown, got a penalty. Um, which put him behind me as well. But um, it was just a matter of keeping Farron uh, away from ta- beating me across the line. He had, he, it was pretty close in the end. It was a very, very close finish between me and him, but held on for, for technically what became 13th. But my biggest issue was after the race, I'd got a 0x the whole way around. He yeah. had two bonus points, sweet. <laughs> I've just got to get off the track as quick as I can. And then there's cars slowing down in front of me. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Uh, I just got to weave through here. There's a gap there. I was going to go straight. And then one kept on going and one stopped dead. And I'm like, no, put on the put on the anchors. Tried to go down the outside. What looked in the replay, I missed the person, got, a, got an air swing at them and then pulled up and got out. But uh, Netco decided that I clipped the back of Sean Doyle and, and sent him off and got a 4X and lost my two bonus points. So yeah, I did forget that um, I managed to get the um, double... Double bonus points for this mm. round as well, which was nice. Managed to go two zero X's, which if you'd looked at my practice laps, it was it was a lot oh, a yeah. lot of X's on those practice laps. So uh, well, that, that was, was kind of nice too. So that was the, I missed the two there, but I also in race one, the only mistake I made, which was a one X, was where Ira in the first corner of the first lap, um, me and him stuffed up, and I went straight ahead. If I hadn't have done that, then it would have been another zero X, mm. and I could have been. Four points up, which when looking at the table, which we'll look at later on, would have made a huge difference, especially for the road to 2K. Um, But anyway, it is what it is, and I've just got to learn from that and and get off the track a bit better next time. And you're looking good for this Um, week, so there we go. Oh, don't say that. (laughs) Hey, if everyone's going to jinx me this week, it's only fair I drink, uh, drink some others as well. Yeah, I reckon I've put in about 80 or 90 laps this week, easy. Yeah. And I did today where I was practicing and I was, um, if I made a mistake, I started again. So it was about doing, doing a full tank and doing it as quick as possible. So doing in the 19s and the and, and or the low 20s yeah. and um, just pushing on colds in particular, trying to get the, the car right under colds. But yeah. 
think I'm there. I'm just pushing a little bit too hard at times. And um, but we just before we jumped on here, we're recording a bit late later tonight because we did a practice session beforehand. And I got a good time, and I sort of had McKellar behind me. I'd made a mistake, and I came out with about. I came back on the track, but he was about to end up being about three seconds behind me, and I did three odd laps. Um, with him still behind me, he got down to within a second of me, and then you're telling me what to do, and I went into a corner too hard, and that's when I just decided I was off. Yeah. Um, that was going to be it. I had to go record a podcast, so I just sent it flying into the wall in front of <laughs> McKellar, and it would have been quite an interesting one for him to watch. But um, yeah, it was good, good feeling to to hold someone like him at bay, which is good. So, all right. I think anyway, it's about enough of us. Let's talk about some other people, shall we? Yeah, let's talk into the news. So this week's news is brought to you by whoever you want. Let us know if you want to sponsor the news section. Um, but we're going to get into some big stuff, really. Um, we'll, go, we'll we'll start with probably the biggest one for the week. There's only the two items here, but definitely the biggest one. Uh, Logitech G Altus Esports has made a house. Mm. And they're really putting an effort into this for, for streaming and getting the guys together and racing. So do you want to take us... In a bit more, we have reached out to uh, Altus G uh, Logitech Altus uh, G Altus Esports for comment, uh, and we are trying to organise something. So we may have some more stuff straight from them in the future, but um, hopefully we can get ourselves together and get that happening. But Braden, take us away. What's happening with Altus? Yeah, so for those who hadn't seen it, they um, released a bit of a post on their Facebook page, basically uh, saying that they've bought a house. Uh, I believe it was in Melbourne. Uh, they put out about a four-minute video sort of going over what it kind of entails, uh, where they're going to have um, basically a dedicated sort of streaming room and a whole bunch of, you know, four-odd simulators with the top-of-the-range top, top of the range stuff. I think there's going to be, I think it was two permanent residents that will sort of be living there uh, full-time and that's sort of going to be their space, but then there's obviously room for others to come in and, you know, do practice or, you know, come over and stay and do some races or, but basically a bit of a, a team hub. Um, I guess it's something that we've seen uh, happen in many different like YouTube groups and um, content houses and those kind of things. But it's really the first one that we've seen, uh, well, at least in the iRacing esports side of things uh, for sure. So Logitech um, and the Altus boys sort of branching out and trying to start something that no one else has really done in this scene, which is, kind of cool and i guess if you've got the money in the backing from someone like logitech uh why not why not yeah well we've we've talked uh at length about uh scops where they've they've really come along like trans tasman when we first started the podcast it was like seven deep at the front of the field trans tasman and it's been that way for a while and even um madison downs been been unchallenged pretty much for a long time as well and um, before in Phil Cell as well, but Logitech G Altus Esports is really this last probably even three months. Uh, I guess it's probably the last three months has shown the fruit of their labour, but they've really put some effort in, um, especially this year to try and mix it with those big boys. And um, this is just another another aspect of that because obviously teams that, that work together, live together, play together are, are better on the track as well or better in, in whatever given sport they are. And yeah, as you said, I've, I've seen houses with other esports um, teams and other streamers getting together and, and doing that. And it can be can bring conflict. It can be, be, bring some things uh, that I've seen some very disastrous ones, but that's generally when it's getting like 16, 17, 18, 19-year-olds together 
um, with massive egos that, that sort of were the problem. Where I don't think that's going to be the case so much with this, but very interested to see what comes of it. And um, obviously, these guys are a bit more dedicated. They can basically do whatever they want um, at whatever time of day, so they can aim for, for certain series. We've already seen people like Cooper Webster pop up in um, trucks and, and things like that as well. So um, I, I'm excited to see what this can do for the Australian iRacing scene in particular, um, get these guys out there a bit more and, and get a bit more content from them. But certainly shows that they're taking this real seriously and they're going to be around yep. to stay, not just uh, we want to jump in here, dominate for you know six months to a year and then we're going to ride off into the sunset onto our next venture. It's clearly uh, yep. a very, we're here to put our stamp on things and and prove that we're going to be the best best group around i suppose yeah definitely it's going to it's going to be interesting to see what i guess trans Tasman pulls now um whether they then decide to you know take obviously they're taking it extremely seriously already i don't want to uh you know discourage or, or, or belittle what they've been doing for it forever today they've been the big dog forever but whenever you know someone challenges you you it, you've got to step up and, and, and prove why you're the big dog and, and I want to see how they do that, whether they just keep on going and just show it on the track and or, you know, maybe Logitech gets in front and they've got to fight back a bit. But it's going to be very, very interesting to see, especially I think like Logitech's popping up in just about everything at the moment, the, the, their Logitech G Ultra C Sports team, even the uh, truck series I'm supposed to start running tomorrow night, There's, they've got drivers in that as well, so... Uh, we've all, we've all got things like I think um, Tim Ryan in the in the dirt cars when he was doing that as well. So there's lots of lots of players out there in the team. So very interested to see see what comes of it. Um, hopefully we'll we'll pay a little bit more attention to that as it goes along, and hopefully we get to hear from some of the the team in the very near future. Uh, I'll keep your ears out for that. Um, I'll quickly touch on. Um, a news article I tried to get up for this week, but it didn't quite happen. Uh, we're hopefully going to bring it to you in two weeks' time. Uh, actually, a friend of ours, her daughter, has um, been chosen in the Formula Women uh, uh, setup that they got, series that they've got going over in, in Europe, and um, she's flying out to do that later on. So very interested to hear from her on, on that. So keep an ear out for that one in the future as well. For, um, should be a very interesting chat. Um, because obviously Formula Women doing some great things over there and yeah, be interested to find out a bit more about that and 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 what what she's actually expecting to get out of it and all that kind of stuff. So it'd be really good to have a chat about that soon. But let's move on to the final bit of news, which just happened hours ago. Uh, Jamie Skeller, man behind Tracks uh, Racing um, or Tracks Arrivals, has announced yet another series. Braden, what, what's happening with Traxxas at the moment? Yeah, so a few series uh, in the works, actually. So they've basically just announced that they're going to be running a GT3 series that's going to run over four weeks. Uh, so the GT3 series, registrations have opened for that. I think it's $15 uh, to enter. Uh, and obviously, you beat your rival, you get you get money in uh, Bitcoin. And also, if you come in the top three, uh, you get a bit more substantial uh, prize money. So... 125, 75, and 50. And then if you uh, feature in the race highlights, you get another $5 uh, worth of Bitcoin as well. So they're running a four-week sort of championship uh, that will run uh, starting Sunday, the 27th of June. So they're going to Brands Hatch, Suzuka, uh, Road America, and Imola for the finale. 
uh, and that's in the GT3 cars. So there's going to be five different cars uh, that you can drive, if I remember reading that correctly. But they've also announced yeah, the, an F3 series as well. So the F3 series, same format, four races over the four weeks. Um, everything else is the same. Uh, but except they're going to Road Atlanta, the Red Bull Ring Grand Prix, Silverstone Grand Prix, and Interlagos for the finale as well. So in the uh, F3 car there. So yeah, a couple of cool championships to get involved in if you want to. They also did uh, over in their Discord, if I remember correctly, put up a supercar series as well, but that one's not open for registration yet. So uh, keep an eye out for that one. But yeah, head over to the the tracks discord or um head over to tracks.racing to get all the information about that definitely do um i quickly i'm just trying to find it now just trying to um get the last little bit of information on um in news we started a we semi started <laughs> when i say we did um so we we basically put together a formula v uh, strength of field uh, we put the word out on the forums and, and in the different discords and on facebook to turn up at uh, 7 30 p.m australian eastern time on monday night um and and everyone get together and we'll try and make it the biggest strength of field we can um thank you to everyone who popped by and, and did that uh 3237 for the first effort giving a couple of days notice was, was really good it was one of the stronger races of the day and the, even the second split was definitely one of the strongest second splits of the day as well um there there's it's pretty much on par with the european and, and the american top splits when when they get together with the, their mid 3000 mark there was one race the second race of of the season which had almost 4000 we weren't quite there but definitely a good start to it seven splits on the night which is really good to see so we'll go into those results a little bit later but thank you to everyone who dropped by and if you are keen just simply go on to the official race on 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Time on Monday night and register and you'll be part of the strength of field and hopefully uh, I'll get some points together and do a bit of a, t a table in the coming days when I get a free moment and we'll post that somewhere and get a little bit of excitement about Monday night Vs. So coming off the hot heels of Sunday night lights. So if you want your open wheel slow car action then you've got two strength of fields two not two back to back so we sort of made it 7 30 to be more friendly with the new zealand markets so uh well done to everyone who did that but let's get into the results we'll start with aussie car um brayden take it away what happened in the actual race besides chastity blowing his engine and stuffing everything up and coming getting a dnf we're going to start with Thursday night, or we're going to start with Wednesday night now that we have uh, oh, some Wednesday night interaction. Wednesday night, all <laughs> of these happened. That's right. What an awesome night! Thirty-three people while we're recording the interview with Daniel Gray. <laughs> um, we were were paying attention to the interview. We we swear. Uh, so yeah, race one that Laguna Seca in the V's first ever time. What a good race. Just quickly, what did you think of it? Yeah, it was... I mean, I went back and watched the broadcast properly after we'd finished recording the podcast, and there was some really good racing. Um, it was nice to see the Chicken Up Racing guys back uh, uh, and yep. at it, because I know when I was doing some race control for the TCR series back in the day, those uh, guys were always up around the front of the pack and um, some really good drivers. So I think that's Martin Turner and Mitch Dean. Uh, there used yep. to be one more as well. There was three of them. 
and they're always racing each other really hard. So I apologize if I've missed the uh, third third amigo in that in that triad, but uh, the racing was good. It was close, uh, and it was nice to see some people taking it up to our good friend Cameron Dance. Yeah, Mr. Cameron Dance, who, who's had it his own way in every league that he that we're, I've seen him in, and um, he has driven these things in real life before, so he had definitely had a leg up. But third in race one, um, and really never... Like, and the good thing about the V is he's got a big two-second draft area, so there was never ever a point where cars were really going around on their own on such a big track and and the same can be said for that trop crew like Cameron Dance had never had a chance to get away McKellar never had a chance to get away no one had a chance that was always fighting and who was going to you know be in the right position for that last corner and gee what a finish in both races to be honest absolutely um but yeah I think there was a slowdown or something that, that, that played a part of it but anyway race one results saw Alex McKellar take out the very very first ever Formula V Aussie car um, race so he'll always have that against his name then Martin Turner came in second and Cameron Dance third Mitch Dean fourth Alex John fifth and Kirk Broadhurst in sixth so well done to that big shout out to Stafford Marsland who um, I seem to always be behind in Formula Skip Barber at some stage and um uh, First time in the V and got a ten, top ten spot in a such a a stacked field. Um, so well done to that. Lee Partridge in there in eighth. Aiden Schultz uh, we've had on the podcast before in ninth. Uh, Josh Gilholm in in seventh. Sort of wrap, wraps out the ten. Um, any other standouts there from you? No, just a bit of a shout out to some of the locked on boys, especially Cal racing his first ever league race um, after not being on iRacing well too too long. So came home in twenty fourth, which is a pretty good effort. Um, <laughs> right behind our very own Vic Bedfeldson too. Yeah, so. uh, I have to give a formal apology to Nathan Verney. I did say to him earlier in the day, you know, look, mate, if you're going to do any spins this week, can you make sure they're on Wednesday and not on Thursday? Because obviously that affects my team points with me and him. So just as a bit of a selfish joke. And unfortunately, I think I cursed him because he had a spin in both races. So I, t- I take full responsibility for that, Nathan. I'll put my hand up and say that was all my fault. Yeah. Um, Bes- like besides Cal being his first ever race and a really good result, <laughs> Locked On Racing had a shot. Um, <laughs> it wasn't great. So we took out 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 26th, 27th, 30th. <laughs> um, so we definitely had a run going between us. But it was, was um, look, Nathan Verney was doing really well, as you mentioned he before. Was, yeah. But um, came down through the corks- corkscrew, lost it. But not only lost it, then lost it into Jeremy Bush, <laughs> our other lockdown new, new racer. And then the cars were as one. They, they were. could not get these things untangled at the bottom of the corkscrew. And I thought someone else was going to hit them. And So if we were saying um, when yeah. uh, a skippy mounts another skippy, it makes a Formula V. What happens when two Formula know. Vs mount each other? What do they make? <laughs> Maxbox car, I guess. I don't know. Oh dear. Um, yeah, no, there was a lot of dry humping going on there, but it was all it was bad stuff. Um, but yeah, well, well done to Cal. That was a really good race. Well done, mate. Um, race two, which then introduced a pit stop half hour worth of racing. Um, this one, unfortunately, saw not unfortunately. <laughs> Cameron Dance held on by like point bloody oh four of a second or something stupid like that. There was half a car length. They dragged down to the finish line. Uh, McKellar couldn't quite get the final final corner, enough grip coming out of the final quarter to, to get it past him. But um, then his teammate Alex John in third was a really good effort as well. Martin Turner holding him for fourth, Lee Partridge in fifth. Sean McKenzie, what an effort. Sixth, 
Well done. Dennis Hancock in seventh. Theo Taylor in eighth. Sean Stewart Crawford. <laughs> Crawford, well done in ninth. Um, and Ray Oliver, new name in, in the in in the t- league, uh, tenth. So well done there. Nathan Verney sort of did spin, took Ira out, <laughs> unfortunately, but um, got his way back to thirteenth, right in front of Ira. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, shout out to Cal again, twenty fifth in in the race. Well done, uh, very good effort. He got sort of hit up the rear at one stage, which sort of cost him having to do a pit stop and stuff like that, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, really good effort once again. Uh, Vic into 21st, Leon into 20th. Um, some some better results there from Lockdown Racing. Um, any other standouts you see there? No, I was just going to... Well, if if you're ready to move on to the points, I was just going to say yeah. uh, Alex McKellar sitting uh, on top with 99 points after the first round from Cameron Dance and... Martin Turner tied for second, so it's already really tight up the top. Um, and I think this series is going to be one that comes right down to the wire, uh, which is what we want to see. Uh, Alex yeah. John ever consistent in fourth with Lee Partridge in fifth. Jason Gilholm sixth. Sean McKenzie seventh. Ray Oliver eighth. Ira Felberg ninth. Tied with Stuart Crawford, sort of to round out that yeah. top ten top ten cars. So uh, it looks like it's going to be a pretty pretty tight battle. Um, and then you've got Lee Partridge, who's basically taken a bit of a stranglehold already on the Road to 2K championship points for the Formula V. So for those who don't know, uh, the Road for two, Road to 2K uh, sort of points is for those people who are under 2K I rating, sort of to have a bit of their own championship within the championship. Uh, and Locked On I Racing are sponsoring that, that little championship this season, if I'm correct. No, we're actually sponsoring the whole... Oh, that's right. For this one, uh, we are. That's originally, right. that that was what I came on for, but he upgraded me to the full package. So, thanks, Ira. You're a legend. But yeah, we are actually um, branded on both Aussie car races at the moment. So yeah, really, really exciting stuff. So, um, but yeah, so Lee Partridge eighty down to Sean Doyle sixty four in that road to two k, and Jackie Chalmers in third in sixty three, well, just over Paul Jackson. All the way over from Scotland, I believe, is Jackie Chalmers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, well done. So it's going to be pretty interesting because honestly, between second and tenth, there's what fifteen points there, um, which you know in in a stacked field of thirty three, it's only going to take one really good result or one really bad result, and you know that that whole table goes on its head. But let's move over to the points for the teams, which these are unfortunately once again top split <laughs> on top. Uh, pretty dominating at the moment already, uh, 187 points. Chicken Up Racing, well done on sitting in second, 154. With Mick, That's Martin Turner and Mitchell Dean going very well there. Um, would have been better to see Mitchell Dean have a better uh, better race two than what he did end up last in, in race two. But, um, yeah, that that really hurt them. But they're still holding on over Team 111 Esports with uh, Stuart Crawford there and Ira Felberg in third, 130. Let's just not mention... Uh, locked on racing <laughs> in the championship tables. But hopefully they have a better week next week. But um, bounce back, yeah, uh, bounce back, bounce back. Well. Out of the two teams, we're, we're sitting third last, second last, and last. So that's okay. Well, there's plenty of room to move. So absolutely. Um, but no, locked on racing guys, well done. Um, it's always good to see you guys out there going again. So uh, let's move into Aussie car skip barber, which I was trying to throw through before. <laughs> but that's the Thursday nights. That's it. Wow, couple of good so, races. Yeah, um, I'm trying to look at the... Oh, you've got links to the actual results. So you want to take away the results, mate? I can do that. So 
uh, race one saw Alex McKellar uh, start off very well for both series, winning race one of both series. Uh, uh, that Aussie car providing this this season. Uh, he won that from Ben Snell and Alex John, who just snuck in for a podium finish after Chasty uh, blew up his engine and uh, let Russell uh, rear end him. Unfortunately. Uh, I say unfortunately for him, but it was very beneficial for me. So not that I ever want to see Chastity yeah. doing poorly, uh, but it definitely <laughs> did help me. Got me up to fourth place. And yeah, just to explain, like that's the problem. He he blew the engine and then got spun around, so there's no way for him to turn back around. Yeah, and roll across the line, and because he couldn't cross the line, he, he got the toe. It was a DNF, so everyone on that lead lap passed him. That's right. Unfortunately, so um, <laughs> yeah, the worst possible result that could have happened so went from third to 31st in, in one corner yeah the, la- the um, last corner as well <laughs> yeah sorry to rub that in uh chastity i'm sure you're not you're probably turned off by now we've probably spoken about it too much anyway so yeah, and all, all the rest of his banner alliance is probably <laughs> drunk by now anyway so that's all good <laughs> uh donald took out donald Savinell took out fifth spot uh from sean doyle who had a good race and russell clark who was uh, obviously involved in that little dust up um, as well, Sean McKenzie, Nathan Verney, my teammate, and Scott Harvey rounding out the top 10. So a good uh, little fight there from yeah. uh, Scott, Scott Harvey. Harvey's been quick this week too, so keep an eye out for him at yeah. the ring. Um, yeah, some new new faces around the, the place. Jamie Willits uh, finishing in 12th, starting from 17th, which was really good. Brady Baldwin had a pretty good uh, jump. He started uh, 32nd and managed to get up to 16th. So well done to him in his first Aussie car race. Um, and Ashley Knowles from 24th up to uh, 17th as well. So some really good uh, people or really good uh, jumps in the field, I should should say, uh, this week. So well done to those people for making some um, big charges. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was, yeah, good race, good race. Uh, so what happened in race two officially? Yeah, so race two was a bit mu- more of the same. Uh, Alex McKellar taking out this one again. Pitted early, which was a little bit of a risk uh, with the amount of draft that you could get through this track. And it also meant that he was going to have to fight through some traffic, but just a clinical performance from him uh, over the course of the night. So well done to him taking out the first race and the second race, the uh, back-to-back. Uh, Donald Sabanel uh, taking out second from Chasty, who managed to get that podium this time in third spot. No blowing of the engine. Uh, ahead of Russell Clark, Ben Snell, uh, myself in sixth. Matthew Mites taking out seventh. And then Nathan Verney, eighth. So a little uh, locked on three, six, seven, and eight. So four locked on racing cars within the top 10, which was pretty cool to see. Uh, Sean McKenzie, ninth, and Alex John, tenth. Uh, yourself, Pete, 18th up to 13th. That's not too bad. Uh, we had Ashley Knowles go from 32nd up to 15th. So, and Darren Lasso 29th up to 18th uh, as well. So some pretty big movers in this one as well, which was really good to see some people making some progress through the packs. So that takes us to the table. So Alex McKellar is out on top, obviously, winning both races. It's easy to make that happen. Uh, 103 points because he gets the bonus points there. Um and he got the fastest lap. Is that where the bonus the pole position? There's po- there's po- bonus points there for certain things anyway. Uh, my brain is not working. It's late at night. Donald Sabinal in second, 94. Ben Snell in third. Some guy called Braden Martin in fourth. Um, Russell Clark in fifth. Equal with Alex John as well on 83 points. Sean McKenzie, well done. Up there in uh, seventh overall ahead of Sean Doyle. 
Nathan Verney and then Dennis Hancock rounding out the 10. Any highlights there that I've missed? Uh, no, just want to say that I did think I made the prediction of Alex McKellar being out for a vengeance this season uh, after yeah. his teammate took out the season last time. So he's on top. Uh, he was my sort of prediction before the series started. So uh, well done to Alex. Yeah, no, definitely. So that leads us on to, once again, the, the road to 2K, which we mentioned before with the Vs. is also happening in Skip Barber. Uh, Dennis Hancock takes the lead in that series on 71 points. Uh, Farron Hancock's in second on 67 points, only four points behind him. Ashley Knowles on third in 62, and then myself in fourth on 60. Minus those two points that I would have had, would have had me equal third. <laughs> anyway... Uh, David Summers in 4th on 54, Adam Axon in 6th uh, on 47, and Philip Paradiso, who I seem to always find myself behind, in 7th uh, on 43. Brady Baldwin, who had a shocker race too, uh, unfortunately, with 42 points. And Leon, Craig, Jason, and Darren all equal ninth on 10 on 40 points. So well done, everyone there. Um, shout out to my teammate, Tim Court, who's on 23 points without even turning up. Uh, well done. Uh, let's go to the team results, mate. You take it away. Yep, so top split racing on top. Both the Alexes on 186. Uh, not quite as far ahead as they are in the Vs, though, with Van Diemen racing uh, hot on their heels, just nine points behind them. Uh, and then the first locked on iRacing uh, car uh, is in third with myself and Nathan Verney, uh, 163 points, so 14 points behind the Van Diemen racing boys. Uh, White Knuckle racing in fourth. And another locked on car uh, pairing in fifth with Chasty and Matthew Mites on 130 points. Yep, definitely. Van Diemen Racing Noodle Squad uh, in sixth. Locked on Black Sheep Racing in seventh. First 11 Racing in eighth. And White Knuckle Racing 2 joining them in eighth as well. And then myself with my teammate who didn't turn up for the Man Cave Locked On Lads. Uh, intense, and then there's still another six teams below that as well. So, well done to everyone who's competing in the teams event this year. Uh, let's now listen to that beautiful voice, Carl Withy, talking about Anne's car. Take it away, Carl. Hello, folks from Pokats, and welcome to the Anne's car wrap up here on Locked on iRacing, your place for Aussie sim racing content. We saw round six of the second season of the Anne's car trucks head to the depths of Alabama, the home of the big one, Talladega. Season one, Daytona winner Kay Donnelly would take pole position for the race, leading a strong spearhead for the Sim Boys team, where he would need to defend against Josh Micklemore or Mitch Motorsport. The race would run green for the first nine laps, but the big one is always lurking around Talladega. Crank eSport teammates would collide, collecting each other and rolling former race winner Daniel Hedersheet over. A huge crash filling the field down by at least 10 trucks. The leaders would take their chances to come in for some fuel and fresh tyres. This would not see another long green stint with free wide racing at times, taking us to lap 39 where another large crash would come when Jane Russell would catch the tail of lead car Edward Foster, causing Josh Micklemore to spear up the track, catching almost the entire field with the crash. The caution came out at an awkward stage. 
two to three laps shy of most drivers' fuel mileage. The race would run green to the flag, but the action was only just starting. We saw many drivers needing to come into the lane with two to three laps remaining. The remaining pack were running on fumes, and this led to a grandstand finish. Trucks started to cough and splutter coming out of turn three. Every driver was waiting and wanting for the win. And honestly, I could not do justice just talking about this one. I would really recommend watching the end of this race. But we saw a very late charge from Ryan Jones, who ran out of fuel within sight of the line, meaning Gary Wellman would take the last dash with Riley Curtis next to him, taking P1 by 0.097 of a second over Riley. Nigel Patton would finish in third, with Ryan Jones fourth. 31 positions gained for himself. Norman Clark would finish in fifth. This has had some changes to the championship standings. First is still Edward Foster with 229 points. Second, Jason Martin, 27 points down. Daniel Hedeshi drops to, th to third with 32 points behind the leader. Micklemore, 4th, 33 points down. Nathan Clark, 4th, 5th, 42 points off the lead. 43 points down in 6th, Christopher Finlay. 7th, Manny Raymond, 46 off the lead. 8th, James Robbie, 50 down. Gary Wellman, 9th, 66 points down. And Norman Clark, 67 points off the lead. Round 6 of the Wednesday Night Thunder Series saw the Xfinity cars head to Nashville Super Speedway for the first time. The large concrete track would prove to be tricky to master, but offer us some great driving. Hedersheed would take pole and battle against Micklemore and Gallagher, with Skurlock hot on their heels. We would see 19 laps of green flag running before the first caution would fly, allowing the field to pit and put some fresh tyres on. A single car spin saw a second caution come after a couple of laps from this prior stop. After the cars settled, we would see a nice long green period, meaning all the cars would need to come in for green flag pit stops. However, lap 85 would see the yellow fly once more. Brenton West chose to stay out of pit lane and lead the race on some very worn tyres. West would stay out on the old tyres and do a great job to keep the car in the top five. But it was Josh Micklemore taking the victory. After a spat of bad luck, he finally had something go his way, winning the race at Nashville. Hamish Gallagher would finish second, Skurlock in third, Douglas fourth, and as said before, West in P5. We're still waiting on the championship standings as there's an issue with Dan Lisa and the Nashville circuit. Round 17 of the Cup Series would run in the Music City of Nashville at the Super Speedway. Andrew Dyson would line up on pole position and lead away for a green-to-green, flag-to-flag race. The majority of the field would go for a two-stop strategy. However, the brave race leader Dyson went for a lone stop, splitting the race in half and fuel-saving like an absolute boss. He would go on to win the race in a thrilling finish, finding, fending off a fast-charging Welsh dragon, Michael Skurlock, who had much better pace up with his two-stop strategy, but had lost too much time and could not close the gap. Foster would finish a strong third position, starting from ninth. Micklemore would finish fourth, with Gallagher in fifth. The race was pure class and saw some great driving throughout the field. Once again, championship standings are currently down, and we will update you next week. As always, a huge thank you to Locked On Lads and Locked On iRacing, your place for the Aussie sim racing action that you all crave. And of course, you can catch all the Anscar broadcasts on Ferguson Group Media, FGM Ecast, your place for e-pace. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Carl, for that. Definitely go check out the Anscar. There is many, many 
ways to watch a car turn or truck or a car turn left and he does it he makes it go so well congratulations too on getting into hunter call of the wild and getting to a thousand uh subs on youtube well carl you're a legend thank you for doing that for us uh let's head over to justin howe and let's hear about what happened in the pro truck showdown which is hot off the press right now take it away justin and thank you, Justin, for joining us yet again for the Pro Shuck Truck Showdown. That almost went wrong. How are you tonight, mate? Yeah, not too bad. A uh, bit worn bit out after the race. Again. Yeah, absolutely. Went to Oran Park this week, announced today. So I, I felt a little bit jealous going to going there. I love an old Oran Park. But what happened in Heat 1? Um, well, we, we started out with Quali with Glenn Possilweight and uh, Cooper Webster second, uh, Brenton Hobson was in third, and uh, they were just so fast, yeah. Um, ben Snell and Jaden Russell, all in the 14s, uh, and then it went back to the 15s at uh, San Devania in sixth. But uh, the first heat was, uh, yeah, she was action-packed up the front uh, with Glenn Possilweight uh, and Brenton Hobson taking out the top two positions for... Less uh, than half a second between them as well. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Sim, uh, Synergy Simsports there. And uh, then Cooper Webster for Altus Esports, who came in third there, took home the bronze. And yourself up there in fifth, mate. Yeah. Shout out for that. Yeah, yeah it wasn't too bad, yeah. Kept it up there. I lost some tyres at the back of the back end of that race. He was uh, Sam was all over me like a wet wet rag. <laughs> Shout out to young Jordan Caruso, starting in nineteenth, making his way up to seventh as well. What an effort! Yeah, fantastic run by by Jordan and uh, Zach Blanche, one of the dirt specialists. It's good to see him up there in eighth. Yep, definitely some really good stuff there. So. What happened in in race two? We um, fl- how did you flip it? Top yeah, seven was top, it? Top seven flip, which um, had me starting in seventh. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I started. Where did I start? Oh, you started third. Started third. That's right. Yes, um, ended up in seventh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Brenton Hobson took out the royalties again um, for synergy. Synergy's now, how course. much of Jordan Caruso was there doing a bit of a strategy there, coming from 19th and finishing 7th, just so he could get pole position in race 2. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> no, there was a bit of a gap there. There was no strategy. He was oh. working pretty hard. There's no doubt there. Uh, okay, he he done well to get up to uh, up to 7th place, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. So, yeah, race 2. So, Brent Hobson, Brenton Hobson. Hobbo in first and, and Caruso in second. What what did you see from your angle going from third to seventh? Uh, lots of cars passing me and a few mistakes. Uh, yeah, I um uh, made a few mistakes and me and Ben Snell had a, a half a lap of side by side action. That was insane. And uh, also me and uh, Devantia uh, yep. went side by side for uh, half a lap as well. That's was, was great racing with Zach Blanche in there in eighth. Um, yeah, so another is a good night. No, it definitely is another couple of good uh, runs. Uh, Damien Westbrook up from twentieth up to fourteenth as well. Ah, uh, um, yes, yeah, he had a he was uh, fortunate with a few uh, gifts along the way. Uh, a couple <laughs> of people fell off the track, so he he had a good run. Yeah, 
What are you talking about? In pro trucks, people falling off the track. That never happens. <laughs> uh, Paul Gregory Favell, he uh, started from the back and stayed at the back pretty much uh, the, the whole race. Yeah, unfortunately. He uh, no. didn't, didn't qualify, so that when you get down in that meaty part of the pack, she's uh, she's on for young and old. Yeah, she's a bit thick. We're talking about that in the Formula Skip Barber at the moment. You, you really want to be ahead of that middle pack because otherwise you get bogged down trying to battle it out. So. Oh, yeah, yep. Let's move on to race number three, where you finish in race two is where you start in race three. But Cooper Webster from third jumps up to to win the race. Uh, how was that race? Yeah, that was a yeah, it's another. <laughs> I, I feel like a broken record with this action-packed <laughs> racing, but it was absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, Top four split by less than two seconds. Yeah, I, I uh, Cooper um, back to Ben Snell. Um, they just were nose to tail the whole race. Caruso copped a, a bit of a hit there somewhere and dropped a few spots, uh, and a couple of laps to go. And uh, so yeah, that was that was a good race there with um, yeah, Cooper Webster, Glenn Postwaite in second, Brenton Hobson in third, uh, Ben Snell in fourth, with Caruso fifth, myself in sixth, and Sam Devangier in seventh, with um, Jaden Russell, the other Synergy Simsport. Entry there in eighth with uh, Sam Stride in ninth as well. Yeah, Sam Stride in ninth, well done. Yep, yeah. and uh, Jake Jackson, a new coming to the series. Um, also, yeah, shout out there to Daniel Gray and Adam Garwood. Uh, their first night in the trucks, and they uh, they performed very well tonight. Actually, uh, I was quite impressed. Say Adam Garwood in that last race, twenty third up the thirteenth, up ten spots, really well done as well. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, yeah, they, they, um, there's a couple of new new fellas in tonight as well with uh, Brady Cook. Yep. Uh, that was his first night in the pro truck. Bought it tonight, and so uh, oh, wow. yeah, he didn't go too bad over the overall for the whole night. Yep. Oh, well done! Another successful night of pro trucks. Um, I can't preview next week because we don't know what the race is. But 23 strong field. Uh, Look forward to seeing what's happening next week. Have you got an update on the ladder at all for us? Uh, not at this point. Um, I will be doing those. I'm doing a spreadsheet this season. Uh, next season, we're changing the points, so I can use the iRacing one, and I will have them uh, okay. up front. Yeah, so. All good. Well, thank you, Justin, so much for your time, mate. It's always a pleasure. I uh, can't wait to talk to you next week for whatever the mystery round ends up being. Um, by the way, did you watch the V8s on the weekend with the pro truck or the super trucks rollover? Oh yeah, that's um, it's quite interesting watching those. We um, I watch follow I pretty much obviously I'm, I enjoy those things and uh, watch Simmons and so forth and they were into the walls and that in in uh, at Simmons and and the big roll at, at Darwin there yeah that was massive roll. She buckled so that truck up. Are we petitioning? Up. Are we petitioning iRacing now for jumps in um, on on dirt? Oh, oh, sorry, on tarmac. Oh, it would be a good good fun. Um, the Americans are crying out for it as well, so it might happen. It, you never know. Look, we get a bit of traction with this series, and um, yep. iRacing iRacing featured us on uh, on their Instagram. So oh. look, it might get some traction, but um, it'd be good if it did. Yep, definitely would be. And congratulations on getting on the iRacing Instagram. That is awesome. That yeah. Is we could dream of getting. So, yeah. well done. No, thank you. Um, no problems. We'll edit, 
quick shout out before you go. When 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 can people find your racing? If they want to join, what can they do? How can they get in? Uh, if you just uh, search for the uh, Pro Truck Showdown on Facebook uh, at Pro Truck Showdown. Uh, I'd also like to thank Coffee Mugs Commander and Hot Toddy's Heating Installs. Uh, and I'd like to thank uh, you guys here at um, Locked On iRacing uh, podcast for supporting us as well. No problems at all, mate. Until next week, you have a good week, mate. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thanks for that, Justin. Definitely go check it out Tuesday nights uh, on Sibspeed TV if you want to check out what's happening with the Pro Struck Showdown. It is a really, really entertaining stuff. I'm keen to watch back that replay of tonight's race uh, very, very soon. Now, this week we've got a very special one. We've teamed up with Top Split TV uh, and Sunday Night Lights to bring you a more in-depth look at the strength of field race of the Skip Formula Skip Barber that uh, Alex McKellar and his team over there does do. Uh, and we've got Alex to do some pre-recorded stuff. So he's going to pre-record a, a segment each week for us. Uh, giving you a rundown of what actually happens, and then Brain's going to pop in every four or so weeks just to get a bit of a more in-depth chat about what's actually happening in the league and the standings and that kind of stuff. So we look forward to bringing more Sunday Night Light stuff to you in the future uh, in this format, and it's really helpful to get Alex to uh, help out, who is going to be guesting on the podcast this week in the interview section. We've got some really good stuff to talk to him about, a man who has hosted his own iRacing podcast in the past, tech whiz and just an absolutely fast driver and dedicated to, to to being fast so and and there to help out the community so can't wait to have a bit of a chat to him later on the week and bring it to you guys on sunday but take it away alex g'day everyone alex mckellar here host of top split tv's ongoing coverage of sunday night lights it's the championship we run on the back of the anz skippy strength of field race each week this week saw the start of Season 24 of SNL and a return to the fantastic racing we've become accustomed to every time some of the world's best skippy drivers take the track. A couple of notable absences in last week's season winner and runner-up, Benny Simonson and Naoya Nagai. Uh, it left the door open for a mix of SNL regulars and newcomers alike to stake their claim to the hotly contested podium positions to kick off the season. It was a welcome return to the prodigal son, Manu Big Breaks Luketa, that saw him grab an amazing pole on his first race back in several seasons after he'd been focusing on endurance events with his Mavano Sim Racing team. Surprisingly, the gap between Luketa's time and that of Giuseppe Tolini, who joined him on the front row, at just over a tenth, was actually the biggest across the entire field uh, in qualifying, and the whole field was separated by less than seven-tenths top to tail. The summit point circuit proving that the opening round would certainly be hotly contested. Perhaps the standout qualifying effort was that of the lone Japanese driver, Gael Kawabe, who secured a second-row start with a time good enough to have him fourth when the green flag dropped. It was his best-ever qualifying in an SNL event, and it was not for lack of strong drivers either in the field uh, with an opening race drawing a soft reaching a tick under 4,600. Sam Devantia led the local charge in qualifying. The cowboy stuck his speedy snail skippy on the third row of the grid, uh, the 10th seated driver starting from 6th. 
With the likes of world-class skippy drivers Ludwig Giedi, Christian Perez and Julian O'Frey missing out in quali and setting times only good enough to find themselves starting in the bottom half of the field, the stage was set for an action-packed season opener. As is so often the case with high-quality skippy races, there were hotly contested pockets of excitement throughout the field from start to finish. The Iberian Racing School's Christian Perez, after qualifying 15th and gaining several positions in the first couple of laps, overcooked his run into the primary passing location at Turn 1 on Lap 3 to find himself in last position as he proceeded to really demonstrate his class by charging through the quality field to all but latch on to the lead pack, bringing Julian O'Frey along with him and ultimately securing a top 5 finish in an outstanding drive. Even into the later stages of the race, we saw a lead pack swell to as many as 10 of the 18 drivers in the field. Fascinating dice has sprung up throughout, uh, with the likes of Ludwig Giedi, who fought through from 10th to take his turn at the front. The other Mivano Sim Racing Team driver ultimately coming unstuck as he and his teammate went three wide into turn one with Sam Kuiturt on the final lap with Geedy on the extreme outside getting shunted off the track after contact on the inside between Kuiturt and his teammate Luketa. Kuiturt, who'd been forcing much of the action throughout the race, came off worst with his tilt at the podium ending in a last lap DNF as a result of the incident. Geedy, however, was able to continue on to complete the race in fourth position. First of the podium positions was secured by Giuseppe Tolini, who managed to parlay his excellent front row start into a third with an incredible show of patience in an angry lead pack. Tolini avoided the key incident in the final lap to sail by and hold on for a great finish. In his best SNL showing to date, Alexis Vico, who was the 16th seeded driver in a field of 18, started third and again with speed and a cool head, steered his skippy to his first podium finish as he crossed the line in second place. But it was big breaks himself, the returning Manu Luketa, who ultimately took top step on the dais with incredible combination of speed and control that saw him secure 260 official championship points along with the maximum SNL points to finish out the night. The ANZ contingent of local boys of Joshua Fidge Johnson Team Milo's Russell Clark III and the Cowboy, Sam Devantia, finished line astern in 12th to 14th respectively, with Fitz Johnson the only one securing SNL points in the opening round. So, noting that the SNL Championship points are allocated in the top four splits on a Sunday night, we quickly turn our attention to our regulars who cut their teeth in the lower splits. Split 2 saw no fewer than three Team Milo drivers turn out with some notable top split regulars finding themselves battling for the right to return to the hotly contested broadcast race in the coming weeks. The Norwegian arm of the Speedy Snails driver lineup, Håkon Grebstad took out the second split by the tiniest of margins at 22 one hundredths of a second from Team Milo's Ben Snell. It was great to see one of ANZ's top flight drivers in Team Milo's Luke Witten back on the track who, while securing pole, was only able to bring it home in 7th position, just ahead of his Team Milo teammate John Skoltz. Jeremy Bush, who plies his trade in the Aussie car ranks, turned out for the SNL event and finished 14th in this race, no doubt planning bigger and better things to come. 
The third split saw some of SNL's diehards battle it out. I'm extremely excited to say that the race was taken out by one of our own Mark Jeffrey, the likeable character most known for his ever-present positivity and enthusiasm for the category, taking the Green Ribbon Award for the night presented to the winner of the third split. Similarly, the great Ken Himes rolled his skippy off the trailer for another SNL season, managing to snare 12 SNL championship points for his seventh place finish. Expect to hear more around the grounds reports of multiple splits in our ongoing SNL coverage as this is a community-based event and without the strong support of our regulars, we would certainly not be where we are today. They were there in the season where on one occasion we covered a single split with a strength of field that barely troubled the scorers at a tick over 2,000. Right through our most recent seasons where our average strength of field has been in excess of 4,500 and we have come so close to achieving our first 5k strength of field, which is something that we still have our sights set on for this season. So thank you to those who stuck with us throughout the 24 seasons of SNL. As we always say, this series is for the community, by the community, and that's how we like it. To finish off our coverage, I'll quickly take a, a review of the championship standings after round one. With no surprises, we see the top three held by the podium places in the top split. With a bonus point for pole position, Manu Luketa holds a two-point lead over Alexis Vico and Giuseppe Tolini. We have to dive down to 10th position to find our first ANZ charger in Ben Snell, with Joshua Fidge-Johnson kicking off his tilt and going better than his fifth overall position last season, finding himself in 17th. Great to see Mark Jeffrey in the final spot on the leaderboard in 20th position. For now, folks, we turn our eyes to round two as the SNL caravan makes its way to Sonoma once again. The driver's tackling the more popular cup layout this season. But before I sign off, I want to say a big thank you to all the drivers who turn up and make the SNL race each week the biggest show in town as far as official skippy racing goes. We have consistently been the highest strength of field globally for the last half dozen seasons or more. We have a proud record of having produced the overall official iRacing Skippy champion for the last eight consecutive seasons on the back of the amazing quality of drivers who come to strut their stuff each and every week. Benjamin Smith was the last ANZ driver to take out both the SNL and official Skippy seasons in SNL season 19. So we're calling out to all the would-be ANZ Skippy champions. We've set the stage for you. Come take it to the best in the world each Sunday night in the 9.15pm iRacing official race. Where, if you find yourself in the top split, you'll also be part of our ongoing race broadcasts on the Top Split TV Twitch channel. So, come and get your name up in the Sunday night lights. Finally, thanks to our friends over at Locked On iRacing. This is a partnership that we're Top Split TV are very excited about. It's another way to spread the word of what this community is all about, and we're certainly proud to be a part of their growing network of coverage of the local iRacing scene. Until next time, this is Alex McKellar signing off. Ciao for now. So, Braden, you're pretty excited to talk to Alex a bit further about that in the future? Absolutely. Uh, I think Sunday Night Lights is one of the good things going in the uh, ANZ community. Um, and we're really hoping that teaming up with Alex, uh, we might start to try and see a little bit more uh, ANZ drivers getting into that top strength of field and being able to push back some of this uh, European dominance that's going on at the moment. 
Um, but there's if you want to see some high quality skippy racing from some of the fastest, legitimately the fastest guys in those cars in the world, make sure you check out the Top Slip TV broadcast on Twitch on Sunday nights. It's uh, always an amazing race. And once again, if you want to race in at 9.15 Australian Eastern Standard Time on a Sunday night, uh, go check it out and, and go race in it to help bump up those numbers. Um, yeah, the, the bigger strength of field we get, the bigger people that come into it. But it's massive at the moment, so very, very well done to Alex and the crew over there. But um, hopefully we get the V Monday Night Vs up there at some stage as well, being as a formidable um, V option as well. But Thank you for that. Now, if you want to help out and get your series on the podcast, whether you run a league or you're just part of a league and you want to help us out at all, um, let us know because we can pre-record something with you as well or we can, like we do with Justin or you can actually pre-record something like Carl and Alex are doing and send it through to us and we'll, we'll chuck it in the podcast. We want to be a hub for the ANZ community for iRacing and we want to cover all the results we can. We want to grow both the news and the I, and the podcast and the results section of the podcast so they can actually once again become their own episodes in the future probably sometime early next year but to do that we need your help so if you are interested even if you've got news a new series that you've got coming out you know something team changes anything like that that you want to let us know get in contact us we'll pre-record something for you and we'll drop it into either the news or the results section of the podcast um we're we're happy to to highlight anything in the anz community so definitely check us out let us know contact us at lockedonleds.com is the email address or just get into us our discord lockedonlads.com slash discord or the facebook uh, locked on lads over there you'll be definitely be able to get in contact with one of us we'll be able to organize something for you that is it for the actual podcast now so brain mate what's what do you got lined up and, and where can people find you yeah so uh i'll be well i say i'll be streaming i didn't i don't think i really did on the weekend i just did a quick little chill practice stream while we're running around the Nürburgring uh, doing some practice. But when I do stream, uh, you can always find me at twitch.tv uh, slash the 1D way. Shout out to buzzer888 or underscore triple eight who dropped a little follow on the uh, Twitch channel overnight. So thanks for the little uh, follow that you've given. And if you want to hear me talking some rubbish about motorsport or football or something that I'm probably angry about, feel free to give me a follow on Twitter at, at Braden Talks. Now, I hear there's a bet going on when the Swans play the Port Adelaide that the, the loser has to punt a Milo car in, in Aussie Skip Barber. Is that what's going on? Well, I think it was a good bet because either way, it benefits someone. <laughs> Everyone likes to see a Milo car on the side of the track. I'm just kidding, Milo guys. You know I love you. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, so, look, thank you for everyone listening. You can find myself at Locked On Lads on Twitch, on the YouTube channel, Locked On Lads YT, which is where you find all our podcasts first and foremost. And generally, we're going to be in there chatting with you. Uh, if I can't make it, Braden will be there. If Braden can't make it, I'll be there. And if usually we get both of us in there. And when we in, when we had Daniel Gray's interview launch, we even had Daniel Gray in there having a chat as well. So pop over and check out the, the episodes when they premiere. And I'm pretty sure at this stage, they'll be 8.30 on a Wednesday night for the news and results. And then seven o'clock on a Sunday for the interviews. Uh, as soon as that episode is finished, that's when the podcast drops on the podcast feed. So it is legitimately your first place to listen to the podcast. If you do happen to follow it on YouTube, which a few of you are already. So thank you for that. If you can go download the podcast still on, on your app of choice, um, keep those numbers going for us so we can keep us in the charts that's really good 
we are up there as some famous person told us during the week on on broadcast 81st in the hobby section for australia just above better homes and gardens or something or other i think the comment was made um however look thank you we are sticking in the top 50 all-time uh hobby charts in australia at the moment and netherlands is we're keeping up with there in the charts as well in the hobby section as well so thank you everyone who is helping us get there which is helping get more people into the podcast uh, we do have a very special guest, like I said, this weekend for this Sunday's episode, Alex McKellar, and then we've got a very, very special guest the following week uh, as well, which we'll talk about later on. Uh, but thank you, everyone who's listening. Go follow us on Facebook, Locked On Lads. Go give us a um, go give us a hello in the Discord. Join us over there, LockedOnLads.com/discord. Otherwise, just give us a review. Give us whatever you can. Just say hello to us somewhere. We'll coach Chillzone on Twitter. But for now. We will. I'll leave you to it, and we'll talk to you in the interviews on Sunday. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Drive safe. Drive fast.